tours with horses. You may have seen videos of dogs or cats pushing buttons that speak out loud in English. My name is Carmen and that's what I'm doing only with my horse. I've been surprised and excited and delighted by what Lyra has said so far and it makes me look forward to the future. Who knows what can happen when we give a voice to our horses. Welcome back. I know it's been a while to this episode of Words with Horses, which I'm calling Words of Affection. In this episode, I'm going to talk a little bit about the care and feeding of this podcast, a little bit about my YouTube channel, Lyra's new favorite trick, and the new buttons, which aren't as awesome as maybe I was first thinking. Uh, but first, the, the podcast. So this has been a tiny hobby podcast. I have not made new episodes very recently at all. I haven't done so consistently. Mostly this is like a stream of consciousness and for my own record over time of how I've grown and what I've learned in uh, teaching Lara to talk with buttons. And so to, to date uh, until recently, I had, oh, maybe 300 total plays of this podcast over the 13 episodes I've posted. Then this past weekend, I was stuck in just kind of a boring situation where I needed to kill some time. I pulled up my analytics on Anchor on the podcast just to see how things were going. And I saw, I, I couldn't even believe it. I like closed it and reopened it. I thought there was some kind of bug because I saw that on one day, one day, there was 1,150 plays um, on August 23rd. And I was like, what? How can that even be possible? So I I'm still just totally mystified. Um, I didn't have anything on TikTok or Instagram go crazy that day. Nothing went viral. Um, unfortunately, the analytics don't give me a lot of detail. They don't tell me like where people were referred from. Um, all I can see is that there's most of my listeners come from Samsung podcasts and there are no new ratings or reviews on Apple podcasts. So I'm just really curious. And so if you, by chance, you listener that I'm talking to you right now, were referred to my podcast about a month ago from a specific source somewhere, I'm really curious if you could reach out and fill me in. Uh, you can reach me by email, wordswithhorses at gmail.com, just all spelled out, wordswithhorses at gmail.com. And I'm just super curious uh, what, what happened here. Now, the plays have gone back, way back down, but not all the way back down to where they were before. So I feel like there is some kind of ongoing phenomenon, perhaps. And I am curious because I'll be posting this episode to see if it gets several new plays as well. Because of course, well, the increase in this audience kind of makes me consider posting more frequently and coming back to make this post just to even see if I can figure out what's going on. All that said, you know, if it was just a fluke and this is still just my little hobby podcast, that's okay too. And, but I do have some other things to talk about. My other little hobby uh, exhibition is my YouTube channel. So I have, it's a small deal as well, all of like 21 subscribers to my YouTube channel. 
and I have four videos posted now. So the two new videos I'd like to mention are an introduction, so an introduction to using button communication with horses, and my second video is relationship and communication. So I'm kind of imagining this as a, a kind of how-to series for button communication with horses. And I expect it to grow slowly over time and to get new chapters. I actually have several chapters planned out in a document where I have a, about six, so like about four more kind of introductory episodes about other ones being different kinds of buttons and mounting strategies, choosing words, those kinds of things. So if any of my podcast listeners here want more of like a guide or how-to content, then I totally recommend the Words with Horses on YouTube because that's where you will find that. Whereas this is still more of my free-flowing um, stream of consciousness and the latest updates about how Lyra and I are getting along and communicating. So that is uh, about the YouTube. Now, the next thing I have to talk about is the new buttons. So I've mentioned before, I really like the Talking Tiles hex buttons. I was so excited to finally pull the trigger and order a six pack of them. And I love them because the recording quality is just so much better. It's, it's night and day. I can record a word like once, maybe twice. Maybe I actually sometimes I have to re-record the word because it's a little too loud and it's okay for me to talk a little quieter and it will still uh, record very well. Sometimes when I'm recording a button in the house and I'm just recording it, it sounds just fine. But then when I'm out in the shed with Lyra and I push the button, it sounds really loud and I know her hearing is way more sensitive than mine is. So I realize sometimes I need to make the buttons a little quieter than I first think. And that, that was hard to do with the other buttons because the recording quality was so bad to start with. I felt like half the time I had to yell at the button in order to get it to record my entire word. It would like cut off at the beginning and at the end and it was just really challenging. And I would be trying to record the word over and over and over, sometimes dozens of times. Meanwhile, my, my husband and my daughter are just laughing at me and making fun of me the whole time as I'm just trying to desperately say the same word over and over again into this device. But that is, those are the learning resources, recordable answer buzzers. And before I knock them, there's been one thing that they've been kind of good at. So the hex buttons, I love them because they have better quality. The erase button or the option to erase what's on the button is totally hidden. That will never be pushed by accident. And they have a nice cover so that I can keep them clean. I can just pop the cover off and wash it and put it back on. And then that will keep the, the labels clean as well because they can be under the clear cover. So I was so excited to try these. I gave Lyra two buttons. I gave her a trot button and an ear button. I try to always kind of give her another body button. And she had been having uh, really itchy ears for a while, so I thought I might as well give her an ear button. And then I gave her a trot button because uh, we had this little fun event the other day where I had been out riding my bike with my family, and then we came back, and I had some treats in my pocket, and I had her chase me down the fence line, and I would give her some treats out of my pocket, and she seemed to really enjoy that. 
And when I put my bike away and I went to see if she would push a button, she pushed walk play. And so I'm thinking that's what she meant, but it's hard to tell because walk means other things as well. So I decided to give her a trot button to really express more of a, a high energy play or exercise that we could be doing. So I gave her two new buttons um, using the new flat hex buttons, trot and ear. And I was so excited, but then as I kind of encouraged her to press one of the buttons and she went to press it, it almost knocked off. And I was like, oh no, this is not great. And she just then didn't seem very interested in pressing the buttons at all. And she hasn't been very interested in pressing those two um, buttons really. And part of it is because she prefers, well not prefers, but she frequently ends up pressing the buttons at an angle. She doesn't push them like directly head on sometimes. Sometimes she'll slide her nose along the board and then push the buttons at an angle, which works fairly well for the learning resources buttons because they're rounded and you can totally slide up the button and end up pressing it without having to push it head on. And so sometimes that's the way she's pushing the buttons. And, but that doesn't work as well with the flat hex buttons because you got to push them and you're just going to hit the edge of the button and it's not going to press. The other thing um, is they don't seem as secure. So I was looking at the buttons and they have these little feet around the edges and that is keeping the Velcro from meeting as securely to the Velcro strip on the board. So I put one strip of Velcro on the board, one strip of Velcro on uh, the battery cover on the button and then I mount it but the little feet keep it from really getting close enough so it's like oh shoot there are these six little plastic feet that are basically a thin piece of plastic that goes kind of hugs the angle of each of the six angles of the hexagon and gosh darn it I was like do I want to file them down what do I do my husband had the suggestion of using like some double stick foam tape that has some height to it and then connecting the Velcro to that. So I might give that a try uh, and see if that helps make them a little more stable. But yeah, so then I had had all these plans to do a button giveaway and to start replacing some of the buttons. But then in reality, they just weren't like the amazing thing I thought they were going to be. So I have some problem solving, I think, to do first before I want to go trading out my buttons and giving the old ones away. And that brings me to an idea of how I can, um, so I talked about using the kind of foam tape with some height to it to get them to be more stable. But then I need Lyra to be more interested in pushing them, I guess. There, there isn't, uh, it's not a high demand or high value thing to say trot or ear, but I do know of something that I think Lyra would be willing to say. So Lyra's new favorite trick, anything in the whole world, is to give kisses. So I kind of noticed she liked giving a kiss once and I rewarded her for it. And then she kind of started doing it more. I was like, okay. Okay, okay, hold up. I'm going to have to be a little more intentional about this. So I always try to be careful and not uh, 
not reward something that's going to get out of control like the the, the magic you know this, that's the thing about reward based training sometimes i feel like mickey mouse in fantasia when uh, you use the magic a little bit too much and it gets out of hand so i i backed up i was a little more careful reinforcing default neutral reinforcing having her give me a kiss when i ask for it not just randomly attacking me with horse lips so you can see a video, it's pretty sweet, where I'm doing some of this uh, kisses training with Lyra on my TikTok and Instagram. And it's very cute and very sweet, and she, she really, really loves it. It's like her favorite thing to do now, is to give me kisses. And I was even playing with a little bit of communication with her, not with a button, but with my hands. So sometimes I'll try to give her two choices, by connecting a choice to each hand. I can't say with 100% accuracy that she gets this, but there are some anecdotes here and there that suggest to me she understands a little bit. So what I'll do is I'll hold up one hand, usually with a closed fist kind of off to the side, and I will say a word. Like in this case, earlier today, I held up my left hand and I said kisses. And then I held up my right hand and what did I say? I said like hug. And then I was like, okay, kisses, hug, kisses, hug. And I would hold up the hand and say the word, but I was back away from her a little bit. I wasn't inviting her to choose. And then after I reinforced that a few times, one hand, I kept repeating the word kisses when I raised that hand. When I raised and shook the other hand, I would say the word hug. And then I would present them both to her. And then she will touch one of them. I do this um, a little more obviously, I can tell she makes choices when I use grooming tools. So I'll put like a brush in one hand and her hoof pick in the other hand. And I'll say, okay, what do you, what do you want next? Do you want to be brushed or do you want to have your hooves picked out? And whichever one she touches, that's what she gets. So she has some familiarity with this choice concept with my hands, but I've been trying to substitute words when it wouldn't be something I could easily put an object in my hand for kisses and hug. So um, she seems to have a preference for my right hand when she's going to, when I, if I like put out both my hands and didn't say anything, she'd almost always gravitate toward my right hand. I feel like she gravitates toward my right hand for options or for targeting. So that's why I kind of put kisses on my left hand because that's, that's more like the off side, the off hand. And I wanted to see if she would choose kiss on the left hand um, if I put that option there. Because sometimes I feel like when she doesn't care or she isn't really interested in making a choice, she'll just touch my right hand kind of as a default. So I had, so I set all this up. I said that kisses was my left hand, hug was my right hand. And I asked her to touch and choose one and she chose my left hand. And so then we played the, we did a little bit of kisses practice with some default neutral in between and she was very happy. And then I did it again. It's like, okay, do you want more kisses? This time I said that kisses was on the right hand and the hug was on the left. And this time she chose my right hand. And I know it's just, it's not very many trials by any means, but it suggests to me that maybe she knows what she's choosing. And then, so of course, I'm thinking, you, you know what I'm thinking here, that one way I can maybe get her more used to the hex buttons 
and maybe how you have to push them a little more head on and it might be to give her a kisses button so if I give her I mean she already has a hug button why not a kisses button right so I could give her a kisses button that would be a very motivating button for her to want to push that would then also get her used to the difference in pushing the hex button so that's the plan when will I execute this plan uh possibly this weekend I have to decide exactly where to put the kisses button um near hug might be kind of ideal but hug is a little crowded I'll have to oh, excuse me it is getting late um I'll have to think about that where do I want to put the kisses button exactly on the board because I am you know running out of real estate a little bit and I have other buttons that I would love to add like <clears throat> Help would be a button I want. Um, I keep thinking if I want to put buttons for Carmen and Lyra, me and her. And anyway, so many buttons. I always want to add so many buttons to the board. I feel like this will be my problem forever. So with that kind of wraps it up. And so Lyra is all about the kisses. And that brings us around to... Our title of this podcast, Words of Affection. So she's super sweet, and I only wish I didn't have to work my butt off so much. I'm going to work a lot of late-ish days next week, which will be fulfilling in its own way, but not as fun spending time with my pony. So I'll have to spend extra long amounts of time with her this weekend, and see if I can get that kisses button up somewhere. And if I do, I will definitely be making a video for my various channels and that should be fun. Uh, last but not least, do like, rate, review, subscribe to the podcast and reach out to me at wordswithhorses at gmail.com. If you have any questions or feedback or just want to let me know how you came across this podcast. I really appreciate it and have a wonderful rest of whatever time of day or night you are enjoying this podcast. Farewell. Mm -hmm.